You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. Number three. We dealt with the purpose, why they come. What is a buffeting spirit? Why it come? I want to get to this last point, though. How to get rid of it. I talked too much about the devil this morning. Let's talk about Jesus. How do you get rid of it? How many like to know that? Then turn over to Luke chapter 4. Because when Jesus was about ready and had moved into a new anointing, the buffeting spirit that came against Jesus was Satan himself. The devil didn't send any of them little ones like come to you. you know, I, I get a kick out of people that say, oh, I believe the devil himself's after me. No, he isn't. You're not that important. Amen. That's pride talking. I think this was Lucifer himself. <laughs> it's some little stinky spirit that didn't have a job that day, and he was waiting in line, the employment line, they gave him your name. You still awake up there, brother? Amen. Luke chapter 4. Now we're getting it down. He turns it down when I get by that speaker. Amen. Luke chapter 4, Jesus himself. Now I want you to see how to get rid of this thing. Luke chapter 4 is a very famous passage of Scripture. Many of you could quote some of these verses that I'm going to read to you, but I'm going to read them anyhow because you need to hear it. Verse 1, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost. Everybody shout, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan. Now notice, when he was baptized by John, the Holy Ghost come on him and moved him into a new anointing. Jesus himself. Now we've already talked about this is why the buffeting spirit comes. You're getting ready to go into a new measure, a new anointing. How many understand this? I don't want you to leave here and say, I don't understand what he's preaching. If you don't, either you're dead spiritually or you need your ears prayed for. Amen. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now notice what the Holy Ghost will do for us. He leads us to meet the devil. You're not supposed to run from the devil. You're supposed to resist him and let him run from you. When you really get this Holy Ghost, like the Bible says, then you're going to go after the devil. Huh! Canada will never have a revival? That's what you think, you lying devil. I'm coming after you. Revival shall sweep this nation from coast to coast. Hallelujah! Don't be afraid of warfare. I want to stop and say this right here. God helping me. One of the ways you can get rid of the devil is through your praise. Don't be afraid to praise God. When the devil comes and tells you whatever he tells you, just start praising God. 
Not only does the devil hate to be around you, but when you praise God, the Bible says God comes and inhabits that praise. I guarantee you, he don't want to stay around too long when God shows up. And in Luke's gospel, the Spirit leads Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. Forty days, tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did eat nothing. Now, your temptation, your test, it may last a while. Paul's did. Now, Paul's thorn in the flesh, as we said, was a demon spirit. It gave him the effect that he felt weak in his flesh, but he was, it was not sickness, it was a demon. But if you'll read later in Galatians, he speaks about his infirmity, and notice what it says, which was in my flesh. He got rid of it. Some of you have been living with Paul's thorn for so many years, you forgot to read that verse in Galatians. Paul said he got rid of his infirmity. You can get rid of the devil. He cannot, everybody say cannot, he cannot stay. Resist the devil, he will flee from you. You believe that? And the Bible says, well, that fan's working good. The Bible says here in Luke 4, verse 3, The devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. The devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them. That is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. If thou therefore wilt worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. How did Jesus get rid of the devil? Now this is Christ himself. Very simple. It is written. Jesus didn't pray for the devil to go. Oh, Mr. Devil, please leave me alone. In Jesus' name, amen. And yet you'd be surprised some Christians live like that. Oh, here it comes again. Quick, Martha, my medicine, my pills. I think I'm going to check out a life. Yeah, you keep talking like that, you will. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. I've gone through these things. You ask my wife. I have had to learn these things for myself. The devil does not like the anointing. You know what the sad tragedy is, I feel, in this last move of God, is many are not allowing God to fully anoint them because they're being backed down from a buffeting spirit. I'm talking about preachers now, everybody. Pam Cosby. Here's your chair, sis. Let me give you your tag back. Amen. But here sits Sister Cosby. And the Lord's anointing her. And she's ready. She gets charged up. Feel the Holy Ghost. And the Lord says, oh, yeah, I don't think I can do that. Now, she wouldn't do that. I'm just saying, let's, we'll pretend. Maybe I'll just sit here in another service. You don't mind me saying the future. 
sit here in other services. I'll catch you next week, Jesus. I'm not sure I can do that thing today. And see, once again, in your mind, that buffeting spirit will place those thoughts and you begin to back away from the very thing that will drive the spirit away. That's why it comes. It doesn't want you to move out of that measure into the next level. How do you get rid of it? You just go over in the next level. Because according to Zechariah, the angel of the Lord told Joshua the high priest, he said, now, he said, if you do what you're supposed to do, you can judge those that stood by and walk where they walk. In other words, by moving into that new level, it will drive the devil away from you. And Jesus was anointed of the Holy Ghost. He was getting ready to launch the inauguration of his ministry. It was the new level, the gospel, the light was come to them that dwell in darkness. And Satan comes and says, let's see if I can stop before the light starts shining. But what did Jesus do? He didn't pray for deliverance. He didn't say, oh God, I've been fasting. The Bible says it was when he was fasting the devil came. Some of you think if I could fast, the devil leave me alone. If you fast, he may show up. Some say, if I pray, he may leave me alone. If you pray, he'll show up. What I'm trying to show you is the only way to get rid of that buffeting spirit is the same way Jesus did. He said, it is written. Oh, hallelujah. Everything the devil tried to put in his mind, Jesus said, you can't fool me, you lying devil. I read that word, and I know that word. I've hit it in my heart, and it is written. It is written. It is written. Get thee hence, Satan. Hallelujah. And he's got to go when you you stand on the word. Come on, shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Get thee hence, you lying devil. Woo! God's healing people right now. I feel that. Woo! Glory. Hallelujah. I can't hardly wait to lay hands on you. I may lay hands on all of you and make you come back twice. Amen. Hallelujah, camera. Get saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you get rid of a buffeting spirit? Stand on the word. Now, I'm not a name dropper, but I'm going to use this because some of you may know who he is. Because to be truth with you, if you called him up and asked him who I was, he'd probably say I'd never heard of him. But we did get a chance to meet he and his wife last year, my wife and I, when we were in Texas. And Brother Osteen is a pastor in Houston, Texas. His wife, Dodie, had cancer. And I heard the message that Brother Osteen preached, the prevailing word. If you got $5, send for it. It's worth just carrying around here and once a week. And his wife went to the doctor, and the doctor said, you have cancer, you've got two months. And here's these faith people, believe in God, and she's dying. And she came home, they called Brother Hagin, they said they called Brother Shamba, they called every preacher they knew prayed for the sick. But Brother Osteen said when it was all done, he said, you can call every TV evangelist, every, every radio preacher, every pastor, everybody you know, but it's when you make up your mind, you are going to resist the devil. And he said, finally, he couldn't do anything for his wife. And Dodie said, leave me alone. And Sister Dodie said she'd lay on the floor of her bedroom on that carpet. You don't care if I lay down, do you? And she'd lay there weak with the cancer. Oh, Lord. And she'd go, by the stress, I healed. But she said all she could hear is that spirit say, Cancer! Cancer! And she'd go, By his strength I am healed. Cancer! Cancer! Hope I can get up. 
She said that went on for days. But she said one day when she was quoting the word, she said, by his stripes I'm healed. And she heard the word come back, cancer. By his stripes I am healed. Cancer. By his stripes I'm healed. And she said she stood on that word until the voice of the devil got faint and the word of God grew strong in her spirit. And when she went back to the doctor two months later, they couldn't find a trace of cancer in her body. They said, Sister Osteen, which preacher that your husband had in was the one God used? She said, it wasn't any preacher. She said, I just stood on the word for myself until cancer became a small, pathetic voice and the word of God became a strong, vibrant, healing power. And that's what I've come to tell you today. If you want to get rid of a buffeting spirit, you stand on the word. Learn how to quote it. By his stripes I'm healed. My God can do anything. Hallelujah. He is the God who made the heavens and the earth and by the span of the hand, he placed the stars in the heaven. Oh, glory to God. And if he can make this universe, then he can heal your body. He can open blind eyes. He can make the deaf to hear. He can cause you to come out of your wheelchair. He can heal your heart. He can heal your high blood pressure. He can touch your body. Oh, hallelujah. His word shall accomplish that for which it is intended. My word will I honor above my name. You foul buffeting spirit in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Get Get thee hence, get thee hence. It is written, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is that victory, even my faith, even our faith. Get out of here, devil. And you will be free. I said you will be free. Stand on your feet and let's praise him. Lift both your hands and shout like you've never shouted. Shout unto God. Shout under God, shout under God, as long as you know, amen, hallelujah, well I'm running for my life, I'm running for my life, if anybody asks you, What's the matter with me? Just tell them I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized. I've got Jesus in my life. I'm running for my life. Sing it again. I'm running for my life. Running for my life. If anybody asks you, what's the matter with me? Just tell him I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this 
Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.